You are welcome one, once more time. God bless you for coming around. Stick and stay. Let, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, have your way. We glorify your holy name. Speak to us today like never before. The entrance of your word, give it light and understanding. We pray that you shall have your way today, even in the name of Jesus. We pray that you shall touch hearts that are around, even in the name of Jesus. And for those who are not even around, by raising of our presence here, oh God, continue to touch and bless them. May we never go back the same way we came. Give us a testimony. Even in the name of Jesus, I pray. And the saints shouted a big amen. I want you to type for me, doers of the word. Doers of the word. Doers of the word. I want you to type for me, doers of the word. Today, that will be my, 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 my title. Doers of the word. Don't forget our theme for this conference is at your word. At your word. At your word. That is the theme. Our conference at your way. And yesterday I made you understand that anytime you hear at your word, somebody saying at your word, it means he's responding to a spoken word. It means he's responding, obeying an instruction. So at your word conference is basically targeted at teaching the people of God how to obey the commands of God, how to respond to the word of God, and how to align and yield to the word of God. It's also important. I told you yesterday that Christianity is all about obedience. Something that Adam and Eve lost in the Garden of Eden when they rebelled against the word of God. So you realize everything about Christianity has got to do with obedience. And so we, we have to practice obedience. We have to practice obedience. Today I am going to limit myself to the theme doers of the word. Doers of the word. You see, I'll be, I'll be doing teachings more today. And then we enter into prayer. But you shall be so blessed. You will come to realize that it is so, so important to do the word of God. Because without it, there is nothing beneficial that can come to your life. Very soon you understand why I'm, say, I'm saying this. Very soon you shall understand. And today I'm going to give you scriptures. So my brother Joe will, 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 will help me. Because today I will, I will do more scriptures. I want to open your eyes to scriptures. You, you realize that from the Old Testament to the New Testament, everything is about obedience. It will shock you. Everything is about obedience. What God demands and desires from us, you realize that everything is about obedience. And you realize how things will turn around for your life as you begin to practice the word of God. Let's jump quickly into the word of God. Matthew chapter 7 verse 24. To 27. Matthew chapter 7. If you have a book around, you can be writing the scriptures. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 27. Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 27. Uh, Joe, you can you can give me a sound, but let it be very, very low. Yes. God bless you, Joe. Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Please pay attention. You see. Uh, my stronghold in, in, in ministry is teaching. So I love to teach. So pay attention. I want to open your eyes to this scripture. Okay. I want to open your eyes to this scripture. Yes, my brother. I just lower it a little. So Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Yes, that's nice. God bless you. He says, Therefore, and please, if, if you think the sound is too much, you, you draw my attention. Draw my attention. God bless you. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, 24 says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. There are so many truths in this, in this particular verse. He says, One, anyone that hears these sayings of mine, this, this is Jesus talking. So one, the first thing you do is that you hear the word. And then two, he said, and doeth them. So you realize, hearing the word is not enough. You have to move from hearing to doing. So he says, anyone who hears my sayings and then doeth them, such an one, I will liken him unto a wise man. He likes he likens the doer of his word to a wise man. And then he says, this man, he builds his house upon a rock. 
You see, any, many a times when you read the Bible, you will hear, you will hear the Bible say or compare the born-again Christian or, or the man in Christ to a, 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 a building or to a planting. Bible will call us the planting of the Lord, the building of the Lord. Bible says every house is built by a man, but the builder of all things is God. So we, we are likened to a house or a building. We are likened to a plant or a tree. Now, here he is saying, the doer of God's word is a wise man. And he builds his house upon a rock. A wise man. Anytime you do the word of God, anytime you obey the instructions of God, anytime you do the building of God, he calls you a wise person. And then he says you are like a building that is built upon a rock. Let's carry on. I'm getting to a point, so follow me carefully. And then in verse 25 he said, And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon the rock. He says, The one that doeth the word of God, he is like a wise man. He builds upon the rock. And then he says, In the course of time, the rains will come down. The flash will come down. The winds will blow and beat upon this house. But it cannot fall because it is founded upon a rock. He says the one that does the word. The storms of this life, the challenges of this life, the problems of this life will come to beat the house. It will come to hit him. But the good news is that he cannot fall because his foundation is upon a rock. It is upon a solid rock. A rock that cannot fall. That's so beautiful. He does not end there. I'm getting to a point. Follow me carefully. Verse 26, he says, And everyone, God bless you, sir, that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. Here is another man who has the privilege to hear the gospel like you are hearing. But this man does not do the word, although he heard it. Bible says such an one. He is like a fool. This is the word of God. The one that doeth the word is likened to a good man, a wise man. The one that does not do the word of God is likened to a foolish man. And then Bible says he builds his house upon a sand and not a rock. Are you getting to somebody? Imagine spending one hour to come and listen to everything I said here. Bible says, even after wasting that one hour to listen to the word of God, because you did not practice the word, you are still a fool. I remember Paul. He called the church at Galatia foolish. He says, oh, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Can you imagine? He says, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? That means anytime you don't obey the truth, anytime you don't do the commandments of God, you are labeled a fool, you are tagged a fool, you are called a foolish man. Oh, I pray that you shall not be called a foolish man. You shall not be called a foolish man. I continue. He says, and this man, he builds upon the sun. And then the verse 27 says, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. You realize we are talking about two people here the one that does the word of God, and the one that listens only. And the Bible says the doer of God's word is a wise man, and the one that does not practice the word is a foolish man. And then he says the doer of God's word, he, he, he is like a building planted or founded on the rock. But the one that does not do the work of God, he is like a building that is founded upon the sand. Amazingly, 
what happens to the doer of God's word is the same thing that happens to the one that does not do the word of God. Because the sons of this life will hate both the doer and the hearer. The problems of this world will hate both the doer and the one who does not practice the word. The challenges of this world will hate the doer of God's word and the one who does not practice the word of God. But at the end of the day, what differentiates the doer and the hearer is the one that will remain standing. Bible says the doer of God's word because he's founded upon the rock shall remain standing regardless of the problem, regardless of the storm, regardless of the challenges, regardless of the financial problem, he will still remain standing because he is founded upon the rock. But the one that does not practice the word of God, a small challenge, a small problem, a small trial, a small tribulation will hit the person and by we say great will be his fall. Everybody will know he has fallen. Everybody will know. Bible say great is his fall. Great is his fall. Be very careful. It is important to obey the word of God. We are building blocks. Today I said, I'm going to give you scriptures. James chapter 1 verse 21 to 25. James chapter 1 verse 21 to 25. So now we, you've seen one thing. That the doers of God are wise people. The doers of God, they build their house upon a rock. I believe this morning I'm talking to doers of God's word who build their house upon a rock who are wise men. Now in James chapter 1, verse 21 to 25. In James 1, 21. Bible says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own self. It's so beautiful. God bless you, sir. In verse 21, James is saying, when it comes to receiving the word of God, receive it with all meekness. Oh, glory. When it comes to receiving the word of God, he says, receive it with all meekness, with all humility. Do you know you cannot receive the word of God with arrogance? There is something called spiritual pride. There are some people anytime they go to church and hear a man of God preach, they think they are better than the man, the man of God. That is one way to reject the word of God. That is one way to repel the word of God. Anytime you think you are better than the preacher, anytime you think you are complacent, anytime you think what is coming, you already know there is nothing that can enter into your spirit. It is called spiritual arrogance. There are some of you, as soon as the scripture is mentioned, you are like, oh, I've heard that scripture. I've even taught with that scripture. I've preached it. Ah. You are arrogant, brother. You are arrogant. Even if you are a man of God, you are arrogant. He says, when it comes to the word of God, you receive with all meekness, with all humility. <laughs> Who told you you know it all? You don't know it all. So you receive it with all meekness, with all humility. That's how it is done. And then, that is not my emphasis today. And then he says, after receiving with all meekness, verse 22, he says, and then be doers of the word. It is not enough to receive the word. He says, be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. Listen to me. He says, the hearers of the word of God only, they deceive themselves. Anytime you hear the word of God and, and think that what the word said will, will, will begin to function in your life, the Bible says you are deceiving yourself. You heard us talk about prosperity. You heard us talk about healing. And then you, go, you don't go and practice what we said. And then you are believing that healing will come to you. You are believing that prosperity will come to you. He says you are deceiving yourself because it is in the doing of the word that everything the word talked about will begin to function in your life. He says be doers of the word. The word doers is the Greek word poetes. The word doers, it is the Greek word poetes. Poetes means a performer or a poet. A performer or a poet. Anytime you see, you see people, people on stage performing a poem, you realize that they are always giving, giving actions to words. They are always expressing themselves. They are always expressing the, the, the words that, that, that are coming out of their mouth. They act the words. They play the words. They put the words into action. This is exactly what God is saying. He says, when it comes to my word, play it out. When it comes to my word, act it out. When it comes to my word, be like an actor.
actor that is acting out my words, become a poetess of my word, become a performer of my word, become a poet of my word. Listen, the born again Christian is a poet of God's word. He is a performer of God's word. He is a doer. He gives action to the words of God. When God says stand, he stands. When he says he should sleep, he sleeps. Why? He gives action to the word of God. He gives action. He says, be ye doers of the word. And not hearers deceiving yourself. And then he says, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he behold, he beholded himself and goeth away and straight away forget what manner of man he was. Exactly, exactly. Anytime you don't practice the word, it leaves your spirit. Anytime you don't practice the word, it leaves your mind, it leaves your heart. It is in practicing that the word of God is established in your heart. It is like a man beholding his face in a mirror. Anytime he checks out, that image that was in his eye is checked off. But then he says, But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, that is the emphasis, he continues therein. He remains in the word. He tarries in the word. He does the word. He says, Be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. Are you seeing where the blessing is? The blessing is not in hearing. Listen, he says, that man, the one that continues, the one that practices the word, the one that is a poetess of the word, the poet of the word, he says, that man shall be blessed. The blessing of God is in his obedience, in obedience to the word of God. The blessing of the Lord, it is in your practice of his word. Not just hearing it. Child of God, it's a mistake to hear the word and not practice it. It does not benefit you. There are some of you, you can quote scriptures, but you know that you know that you know that the very scripture you are quoting, you are not practicing it. What is the benefit? There is nothing you benefit from it. It is not enough quoting scriptures. It is not enough harboring or, or, or storing scriptures in your heart. Until you begin to practice the scriptures, you will not benefit. I am telling you, I am telling you, you've got to practice the word because the blessing is in doing the word. Let me continue. I said I'm building foundation. I said I'm building foundation. We are talking about doers of the word. Proverbs 8.32. Proverbs 8.32. Proverbs 8.32-36. Proverbs 8.32. Today I said I was going to give you scriptures. Forgive me if I run, because I have a lot to share today. Proverbs 8.32. He says, God bless you, sir. Now therefore, hearken unto me, all you children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Oh, blessed are they that keep my ways. Blessed are they that keep my ways. Is somebody getting it now? Blessed are they that keep my ways. That word keep there is obey. That word keep means practice. He says, blessed is the man that keep my ways. Anytime you practice the ways of God. Anytime you act out the ways of God, he says you are the blessed one. My blessing is in the one that practices my word. He says, now therefore, hearken unto me, O you children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. In verse 33 he says, hear instruction and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, Watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. Somebody will say, but man of God, in this, in this verse, verse 34, he says, blessed is the man that heareth me. If you have a Bible concordance, go and check that word. You realize that that word heareth also means keep, it means obey. You see, the Bible was not written in English language. Though. That is why it is important to get a concordance. You see, I have Oka Play Store, Apple Store, you get it. The Bible, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew and a little bit of Aramaic. And the New Testament is written in Greek. Understand that the English language itself is, 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 is a limitation. It has a limitation. It's a broad language and for that matter has a limitation. That is the reason why normally we advise people to look up a word in its original translation. The word here at here also means keep. It means obey. 
Blessed is the man that obey me. Watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. And then he says, For whoso findeth me, findeth life. Any time you are doing the word of God, he says you will find him. And when you find him, you find life. And then he says, You shall obtain favor of the Lord. Do you want to find God and find life and obtain favor? It is in practicing the word of God. It is in practicing the word of God. It is in practicing the word of God. Let's move on again. In 1 Samuel 15, 22. 1 Samuel 15:22. Please get a point of contact. Get a point of contact. It can be your passport. Get a point of contact. Get it closer to you. It can be anything at all. A point of contact. You'll be dealing with something today. 1 Samuel 15.22 That is when Samuel, uh, uh, the, 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 the king Saul was, was going for, for a battle and the prophet Samuel had told him to wait for him to come and sacrifice unto God. But out of desperation and the pressure of the people, he goes and sacrifices a duty that was supposed to be done by the prophet Samuel. Now listen. In 1 Samuel 15.22. And Bible says when Samuel came. And Samuel said. Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices? As in obeying the voice of the Lord? It's a question. He says. Does God like burnt offerings? Sacrifices? Big tithe? Big offerings? Does he like going out? So that you give money to the poor? You give money to, to, to you clothe the naked? Is that what God is so much interested in? And then he says. Or is he in obeying the voice of the Lord? He's asking a question. And then he comes to give the answer. He says, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. Oh my God. To obey is better than sacrifice. And to hearken than the fat of rams. No matter the kind of sacrifices you give to God, if you don't obey his simple instructions, you are still at fault. It doesn't matter how much you sacrifice in church. If you still don't obey the simple instructions of God, you are still missing it, child of God. You are still missing it. You are still missing it. Because to disobey God is to reject His word, if you don't know. Something I read that shocked my life and changed my, my, my understanding in scriptures is the scripture I'm about to tell you. Jeremiah 7, 22 to 23. Jeremiah 7, 22 to 23. After this scripture, I want everybody to look at it. After this scripture, I want everybody to look at it. You remember Israel in Egypt. And God told Moses to go and bring the Israelites out of Egypt. Now, when Moses brought them out of Egypt, listen to what God told Moses to tell them. This is amazing. Jeremiah 7, 22, he says, For I speak not unto your fathers, nor commanded them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices. He's saying, listen to me, Israelites, listen to me, poor God. When I brought Israel out of Egypt, my concern was not for them to just come out and, and offer me sacrifices, offer me burnt offerings. No, 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 no. That was not my delight. I did not bring them out just because I wanted to t- them to thank me with offerings, thank me with big money, thank me with so and so. No, no, no. That was not my focus. And I'm asking, what then was your focus? In verse 23, he says, But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice. Hey, obey my voice. And I will be your God. And you shall be my people. And walk you in all the ways that I have commanded you. That it may be well with you. Is somebody getting it? He says, my delight is not in the offerings you bring to me. That is not the focus. That is not why I brought you out of Egypt. The reason why I brought you out is because I want you to obey my voice. You would have had hindrances in Egypt. If I tell you to obey my voice in Egypt, you will have hindrances. 
You have limitations. So I brought you out so that you get your freedom to obey my voice. It is not because I delighted in offerings. It is not because I delighted in sacrifice. Rather, I wanted to give you freedom that you may obey my voice. Child of God, the reason why God sets you free is because he wants you to obey his voice. Are you not seeing it? He says, obey my voice and I will be your God. Hey, and I will be your God. It is in your obedience that he becomes your God. Obey my voice and I will be your God. And you shall be my people. And then he says, walk in all the ways I have commanded you. And it shall be well with you. It is when you obey. It is when you walk in the commandments and instructions of God. That it becomes well with you. And this is the shocker, verse 24. This is the shocker. Child of God, pay attention. This is the shocker, verse 24. This is the shocker, verse 24. He says, But they hearkened not, nor inclined their ear, but walked in the counsels and in the imaginations of their heart, and went backward and not forward. Look at the emphasis. What kind of Bible? Take your time. Look at the emphasis. Anytime God places emphasis on something, that means that that thing matters so much. He says, I gave you an instruction to obey my voice, but because you did not obey my voice and followed your own imagination and evil counsel, you went backward instead of going forward. He said, you went backward, not forward. You see, not forward means backward. What again? (laughs) Not forward. Means backward. But he's saying, you went backward, not forward. Playing emphasis. Anytime you disobey the voice of God, you go backwards. You don't even stand stagnant. No, 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 no. You see, stagnancy is different from going back. Bible is saying, when you don't obey the voice of God, you don't remain stagnant. No, you rather go back. There are some of you who can testify that things are becoming so bad. It is like every day you are going backward in life. Please. Sit down and check. Are you obeying the instructions of God? Are you obeying the commands of God? I don't know, but I feel I should talk to somebody here on this platform. Who who have to sit down and critically analyze stuff in his life. And come to realize it is because of his disobedience that things are becoming so bad. Do you know, there are many things that we do that are against the word of God. But we tag them as normal. You see, this generation is so wise. Oh. <laughs> they don't know they are foolish in their own eyes. We think we are wise, but we are foolish in our own eyes. Today, 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 evil things have become normal. We have encountered it with normal. With normal. The reason why people are no more ashamed to say they fornicated is because they think it is, there is nothing wrong with having sex when you are not married. What is wrong? After what is wrong? You, you have to know your partner. You have to know the state. Whether your partner will be good in bed or not. You have to know at, at least there is nothing wrong. We are protecting ourselves. Look at you. Look at you. So who, you have now become the standard. Eh? You have your own standard now. What happened to the word of God? You are rather going backward. You don't understand. You are rather going backward. What happened to the word of God? What happened? Listen. Those little things. The little sex. Hmm, in relationships. The porn you are watching. You are single. Yet you are watching porn. You are masturbating. You are living in lies. Envy. You don't take God at his word. Everything is now becoming normal, 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 normal. I think I saw something here. Everything is becoming normal, normal, normal. Listen, you will go backward in life. You will go, I'm serious, you will go backward in life. You will go backward in life. In confirmation of the above. Jeremiah 11, 7 to 8 confirms it in confirmation. Jeremiah 11, 7 to 8, he says, For I earnestly protested unto your fathers. This is God talking, God protesting. Can you imagine? God, he's protesting. He said, For I earnestly protested unto your fathers in the day that I brought them up out of the land of Egypt, even unto this day, 
please listen to me. If you think I'm talking about the Israelites only, hear me. Even unto this day, rising early and protesting, God, He rises up every morning early and protesting, saying, Obey my voice. This morning, you think you are the only one that have risen up early. God, He rose up before you, and then He is protesting, He's protesting, and telling you that obey my voice, child of God. Imagine if you are listening to this message. If you are a girl, you are a lady, you are listening to this message in your boyfriend's house. <laughs> you spend the night there and you are listening to this message. Can you imagine? The Lord have mercy. He says, he rises up every morning protesting and saying, obey my voice. What is the voice of God? The word of God is the voice of God. What is his word saying? That is his voice. You need to obey the voice of God. Yet they obeyed not, nor inclined their ear, but walked everyone in the imagination of their evil heart. Therefore, I will bring upon them all the words of this covenant, which I commanded them. Listen to me. There are some things that limit you in life. If you don't practice the word of God. There are some things that will limit you in life if you don't practice the word of God. Somebody is asking, so man of God, how do we do it? Sometimes it's not like we don't want to do it. Should I said, I want to open your eyes so that we jump quickly into prayer. I want to do the next 10 minutes to finish so that we enter into prayer. I'm giving you the solution and the benefits of doing the word of God. The, the solution and the benefits of doing the word of God. Now, in 1 Peter 1.22, look at this scripture very carefully. I told you yesterday, that you don't have an excuse to say the commandments of God is too hard for me to follow. Because we read a scripture and I told you the Bible says the commandments of God are not burdensome. They are not grievous. That is Bible. They are not, they are, they are not grievous. They, 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 they are not burdensome. I'm going to teach you why. I'm going to tell you why. In First, in first Peter 1.22, the Bible says, Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth, through the Spirit, unto unfeigned love of the brethren, he says, you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. How do they do it? Through the Spirit. We obey the truth through the Spirit. Through the Spirit. Somebody type for me, through the Spirit. We, we do the bidding of God through the Spirit. We, we obey God through the Spirit. We do the instructions of God through the Spirit. There is no way you can do the commandments of God without His Spirit. It is not possible. The difference between the, the child of God and then those in the world is the Spirit of God. The reason why those in the world cannot obey the Word of God is because they cannot, simply because it is hard. But when the Spirit of God comes upon us, it makes it easy for us to obey. It is through the Spirit of God. There is no way any one of us can obey the Word of God without the Spirit. It will be difficult. It will be hard. They are the ones to say it is hard to obey the Word of God. Yes, if they say they are right, because it takes the capacity and enablement of the Spirit of God to do the bidding of God. It is through the Spirit. I don't know if somebody is getting me tonight, this morning. It is through the Spirit of God. So that is one thing. You can obey God through His Spirit. You can respond through the Spirit. You can only obey through the Spirit. Whatever He tells you to do, you can do it through the Spirit. Through the Spirit. Somebody say with me. Through the Spirit of God, I am obeying the instructions of God. Somebody shout again. Through the Spirit, I am doing the instructions of God. Through the Spirit, I am playing out the words of God. Through the Spirit, I am acting out the word of God. Through the Spirit, I am a poet of God's word. Through the Spirit, I am a performer of God's word. Yes, through the Spirit. Now let's look at the benefits. I will take two and then you're done. The benefits. Mm, the benefits. John 14, 21. John 14, 21. I'm about ending, so follow me carefully. And please, if, if you just came, get a point of contact. Get a point of contact. We are going to prove it very soon. Get a point of contact. Get a point of contact. There is a grace available here on this platform. I see financial portals open so much. 
get a point of contact. John 14, 21. Are we there? John 14, 21. I love the word of God. He that has my commandment, God bless you, sir, and keepeth them. He that has my commandment and keepeth them. He it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him. Mm. And will manifest myself to him. Too much truth. I can preach with this for a day. Too much truth in, in one scripture. He that has my commandments. And keep it there. He does not end there. And keep it there. It is not enough to have the commandments of God. It is not enough to have the word of God. And keep it there. Now, that word keep is the Greek word terio. Terio. You see, it is important I explain this word to you before I talk about the benefits. The word terio. One, the word terio means God. 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 It also means to prevent from escaping. To prevent something from escaping. <laughs> it also means to watch or to keep an eye upon something. To watch or keep an eye upon something. It also means to detain something in custody. To detain. It also means to fulfill a command. To fulfill a command. So what Jesus is saying here is that he that has my commandments and guard them and prevent them from not escaping and watch and keep it with his eye and detain my word in custody and fulfill that word, that command. It is that one that me and my father will love. Oh my God. Anytime you detain the word of God. Anytime you guard the word of God. Anytime you fulfill the word of God. Anytime you prevent it from not escaping. Anytime you keep your eye upon the word of God. You know what is happening. God will love you. Jesus will love you. And amazingly, they will manifest themselves to you. Oh my God. They will manifest. He says, he is the one that I will love. And I will manifest myself to you. Do you know the word manifest means emphanizo? In Greek, emphanizo. The word manifest. He says, I, my father, we will come and manifest ourselves to him. The word emphanizo means to disclose. When we say disclose, it means he will come to reveal a secret to you. Mm, 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 mm. He will come to reveal a secret to you. Do you know there are mysteries in God? Do you know there are secrets in God? Daniel said, a secret was brought to me. A secret. Bible says Daniel said, when he interpreted, when God brought the interpretation of the dream to him, he said, God, he is a revealer of secrets and good things. There are deep things in God. There are secret things in God. But he, he reveals them to the one that does his commandment. He reveals them, he discloses them to the one that keeps his commandment. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And I told you yesterday, the fear of God is predicated on your obedience to the word of God. Did I not teach you yesterday? I told you, I told you yesterday that the reason why God told Abraham that now I know you fear me is because Abraham obeyed the instructions of God and was ready to sacrifice his son Isaac. And so God said, by reason of your obedience, now I know you fear me. So you realize the fear of God is seen in your obedience to the word of God. And Bible says, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. The secret of the Lord is with them that do his bidding. The secret of the Lord is with them that obey his instructions and commandments. The secret of the Lord is with them. It's with them. It's with them. It's with them. Another meaning of emphanizo, manifest, means to exhibit in person. Ah. To exhibit. The doer of God's word is an, at an advantage to see him. You hear people normally praying, God, I want to see you reveal yourself to me. I want to see you reveal yourself to me. The question is, are you a doer of God's word? Are you a doer of God's word? He tells you to pray you are sleeping. You watch telenovelas. You watch movies for five hours and pray for five minutes. And then in your five minutes prayer, you are telling God, Oh God, give me the world. Oh God, send me to the world. What are you going to teach them? What are you going to tell the world? The telenovela you watched or the movie you watched? 
It's so funny when people are praying, God, give me the word, give me the word. And yet they are praying for five minutes and watching movies for five hours. You're a joker. He exhibits himself in person to the ones that does his word. The actors of his word. The players of his word. The players of his word. Another meaning of emphanizo is to inform. Ah, my God. The doer of the word of God does not live in ignorance because he is always informed and information brings transformation. He is always informed. He knows the latest news in heaven. Uh, the doer of God's word, he always knows the latest news in heaven. The doer of God's word, he is always informed. The reason why God will not go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah without telling Abraham is because Abraham is a doer of his word. So he will always give him the latest news in town. Do you have the latest news in town? Are you a doer of God's word? Are you a doer of God's word? Bringing my message to an end. In Joshua 1 8, the Bible says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. How many things are you seeing here? He says, The book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. One, be a talker of the word. Two, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Think the word. So, talk the word. Think the word. I, I, I thought that was all. And then he says, And thou mayest observe to do. Observe to do. Observe to do. The word observe is shaman. Shaman. Shaman means to hedge about. To protect. To attend to. In fact, it is this word that we get watchman. If you say you are a shaman, it means you are a watchman. He's saying, become a watchman, a security of God's word. A watchman of God's word. If you bring a watchman to your house, the reason is because you want him to be a guard to protect armed robbers and thieves from stealing properties in your house. So, when God says, become a watchman of his word, he means don't allow the devil to steal his word from your heart. Guard it with all diligence. Guard it. Be a watchman of God's word. Attend to the word. Observe the word. Do the word. Practice the word. And then he says, For then, oh my God, it is when you have, you've talked the word. It is when you've talked the word. Listen to me carefully. It is when you've talked the word. Talked the word. And it is when you've talked the word. And when you have observed the word. Then you shall make thy way prosperous. It is you. He said, then. You shall make, you, you, not anybody, you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. There is good success and there is bad success, ladies and gentlemen. There is good success and there is bad success. Receive the word, think the word, talk the word, and do the word. Listen, maybe it's your health, eh? maybe it's your health. Isaiah 33 verse 24 says, they that dwell in Zion shall not say, I am sick. So what do you do? One, you talk the word, you meditate on the word consciously, and then you guard the word from not escaping from you. As you do that, you will come to the realization that the reason you don't say, I am sick, is, is because you don't get sick. You are an associate of the Godhead. You have the indestructible life of God in you, child of God. Yes. In Psalm 23 verse 4, the Bible says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That means no matter what happens, your safety is guaranteed in Christ. So what do you do? You think it, you talk it, you act it, you guard it. Let it become the environment in which you dwell. That is how we do the word of God. Listen, in the area of your life in bondage, is as a result of ignorance. Let me say it again. I said any area of your life in bondage is as a result of ignorance. So you find scriptures concerning it, think it, talk it, do it, keep it, till you see the change you desire. Let me, let me say it again. I said find scriptures concerning that area of your life in lack. Think it, talk it, do it, keep it, till you see the change you desire. That is how it is done. 
That is how it is done. Till you see the change, you don't stop. Till you see the change, you don't stop. It is in doing and practicing the word that the blessing comes off. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee. That thou shalt be no more priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. This is the word of the Lord. And it is serious. It is serious. Hello God, we are going to lift up serious prayers. My eyes by the grace of God are opened. We are going to lift up prayers. Serious prophetic prayers. It is in your doing of the word of God that the blessings will flow to you automatically. The doing of the word, the doing of the word. Do you do as you are told? There are some of you, you have been told to leave the relationship you are in. You are so stubborn, stay in the relationship. Do you know what has happened to you? You are going back in life. There are some of you, the Lord has commanded you for a specific assignment. He has been showing you a place to go and preach the gospel. There are even some of you, sometimes in the car, the Spirit of God will break your heart. Preach, 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 preach. You will get down and give excuses. Hey! Obedience is what I'm talking about today. Are you a doer of God's word? Are you a doer of God's word? Do you practice what he tells you to do? You need to practice the word of God. You need to. Is somebody ready for prayer? You need to practice the word of God. You need to. You need to. Isaac, you can, you can, you can unmute yourself. It's time for us to pray. It's time for us to pray. Listen to me. Your first prayer, even before we enter into, into ministration, your first prayer is that, oh God, by the enablement of the Spirit, may I yield to every instruction you are giving me and obey. Through the Spirit, may I obey every dictate, every command, every instruction. Have mercy on me. That I disobeyed your word. Have mercy on me that I rebelled against your word. Have mercy on me that I did not do your bidding. But today I come saying, through your spirit I come to obey your instruction. For in the volumes of the book it is written of me, I come to do your will. 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 Jesus said, not my will, but your will. Who told you you have an will? The will of God is your will. Your prayer is that, oh God, through the Spirit, help me to obey your word. Have mercy on me for the disobedience. As I lift up prayer, give me that enablement to do your word. In the name of Jesus, can somebody begin to pray? Help me to obey your word. 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 Hey, Kotimasa, Relekatinkate, Elema Aka, Ketapalaba, Elekapalanalama, Ketelepapa, Ketelepapa, Ketelelelelamata. Ia katalala, ia kapala pali, hey kapalepe, hey kapalepe, hey kapalepa, hey kapalepe, hey kapal, azekete, elama na 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 na, in the name of Jesus. Listen, the instructions of God sometimes. They come in a simple way. You normally hear in church, the man of God will say, lift up holy hands. And you are lazing about. These are part of the instructions. So long as Moses' hands 
were lifted up. Joshua was winning the battle. Joshua would be wrong to think it is by his strength or might. Little does he know that a man by name Moses is on the mountain whose hands are lifted up for him. Some simple instructions can save your life. Oh. It can save your life. Don't play with simple... This is at your word conference. Anything you are told to do, like Mary told the servant, whatever he said unto you, do it. Do it. Because the, the miracle is in that. Do it. Whatever he tells you to do. Sometimes it is in small instructions. Little instructions. Little instructions. Your prayer is that, oh God, help me to do the little and simple instructions you tell me. Sometimes it may look so simple and little, you, you overlook it. But that is where the blessing is. You are telling God, those simple instructions. Sometimes at 3 a.m., the Spirit of God will wake you up and say, pray. You don't know why, but He says pray. And, and, and you are listening about simple instructions. Simple instruction. Sometimes at work, at work, the Spirit of God will just come to speak in tongues. Just, just for some few seconds. Just speak in tongues. And, 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 some simple instructions that could have saved somebody's life. You are telling God, may I obey those simple instructions you bring my way. In the name of Jesus, somebody fire prayer. Man of God, I am still seeing this. I told you when I was beginning that today, yesterday, whilst I was praying for this program, mm. the Lord told me one of the graces released upon this program. It's the financial grace. Mm, financial flow. breakthrough. You see, God is exposing us to the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places. Let me say it again. I said God, through this conference, is exposing us to the treasures of darkness. Mm. He's exposing us to the hidden riches of secret places. Mm. You know there are hidden riches in secret places, I tell you. But the fear of the Lord the secret of the Lord is with them that fear Him. And for that matter, by granting of obedience, He is exposing us to hidden riches and secret places. Oh mm. my God. God is exposing us to treasures of darkness. There are some treasures in the house that God needs to expose you to. There are some treasures a man or a woman is sitting on. But God has to expose you to it by reason of your obedience. We are taking our last prayer. Before I move into ministration, we are taking our last prayer that, oh God, expose me to your treasures in hidden places. Expose me to the treasures of darkness. Expose me to the hidden riches of secret places. Oh God, as I open my mouth in prayer, by raising of obedience, expose me to prosperity, to financial breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, somebody fire prayer. Shanta Pala Kitehi Prayer. 